You either die the hero or live long enough to become harmless phosphorescents. Hello, everybody. Mount the curb. This is your host, Thoreau Smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and do I really look like a guy with a plan? If you're good at something, never do it for free. That's why I do this podcast. I'm Brian Lesh. <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber, the hero you neither deserve nor need. <laughs> and, uh, this is Harmless Phosphorescence. I really had to think about that, Brian. I was like, wait a minute. Is he not good at the podcast, or is it a joke about the podcast not paying? Or <laughs> So many levels. No, he's doing it for free, so I think he's indicating. I'm bad at this. <laughs> As we all are. Thanks, listeners, for joining us on Harmless Phosphorescence, the podcast. Well, and, Al has a, and Al has a scale, because we don't deserve <laughs> but what do we do to be able to? I well, yeah. I there's okay, yeah. The deserve and need thing. I don't know. I have a lot to say about that. Um. Anyways, this is the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full length live action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the uh, source material, um, and the production, and then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our. Patrons, patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Join the ranks. Head over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. Uh, we got like Star Wars stuff. We do different movies every uh, month, um, non-superhero movies. We just did Gremlins 2. That'll be uh, up in our podcast feed soon. Um, and uh, next month we're doing uh, 1973 is the year, so... That's going to be an interesting one. Um, you can uh, vote for that soon on the Twitters and Facebooks. Um, so, yeah, patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Buck a month is all you need to get going on all that bonus content. This week, however, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching The Dark Knight. Where do we begin? year ago, these uh, cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. <laughs> Here's my card. Bruce, this is Harvey Dent. Rachel's told me everything about you. I certainly hope not. You once told me that we'd be together. Did you mean it? Bruce, don't make me your only hope for a normal life. You're Alfred, right? That's right, sir. Any psychotic ex-boyfriends I should be aware of? Oh, you have no idea. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Well, hello, beautiful. You look nervous. I've seen now what would have to become to stop men like him. The night is darkest just before the dawn. I promise you, the dawn is coming. And here we go. Come on. 
this city deserves a better class of criminal. I'm gonna give it to him. No! <laughs> You'll see. I'll show you. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. in the back pot, sir? In the middle of the day, Alfred? Not very subtle. The Lamborghini, then. Much more subtle. Oh, oh, Hans Zimmer. The Dark Knight! Uh, that trailer shows everything in the movie without telling us what happens whatsoever in the movie. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. It is tough to That's do. a really good trailer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um... You guys remember the teaser trailer for that with just the, we didn't even get to really see the Joker. We just heard him like, why so serious? Yeah. <laughs> Where did he get a load of me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing for this movie was incredible. I remember being so excited. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember another trailer where it was like mostly the Joker um, shots of him in the cell. Yeah, yeah, just like oh yeah, no that's right. no no prince, no name, blah, uh, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there were probably a lot of the ton of trailers for this. Yeah, there was at least five or six different trailers. I'm sure. Um, this was released July 18th, 2008. It had a running time of 152 minutes. It cost 185 million, and it took in 1.005 billion dollars. Billion. Billion. Wow. It's our first billionaire on the uh, on Harmless Phosphorescence. Um, wow. We had a couple 800, 900 millioners, but this this one hit a billion. Um, yeah. It was a big, big deal. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, absolutely. It was a game changer. Um, and then, you know, Heath Ledger's... Well, okay, we'll get into all that later. But first... Yeah. First, guys, let's play the box office top 10 game. This is the game where I will describe every movie from the week of July 18th, 2008, using only the uh, box office mojo descriptions of that movie. Obviously, Dark Knight opened at number one, so I'm not going to have the guys guess what that is. Um, But uh, they will be guessing what movies we're talking about. Several of these we have talked about before because there's a lot of movies that have been in 2008. Like, a lot. Uh, So, coming in at number 10 this week, a large rodent-like creature does kicks. (laughs) Does kicks? Does kicks. What? Uh, uh, what? A large rodent-like creature does kicks. I'm describing it this way because it's been on like four episodes already. Oh, really? Yes. Kung Fu Panda? Yes, Kung wow. Fu Panda. Is a rodent? Rodent, well, yeah. Rodent they're like. in the raccoon. I don't, it's not a rodent. Yeah. But they're in the raccoon family. Whatever. Wait, what? Pandas are in the raccoon family? They're not bears. Yeah. I knew they're not bears, but they're closer. <laughs> they gotta be something. Like, I thought they were in the dolphin family. Yeah. I, yeah, raccoons. You look the at them, their faces are similar. Weird. The noses aren't as pointy. But they're, they're shifty hands. eyes. Um, so yeah, you get a kung fu point, Josh. Um, at number nine, 
Uh, Steve Carell doing funny stuff. Get smart. Get short. Get, smart. Get, get short. Get short. Get smart. Get short. Wanna, that's a different movie, and I kind of want to see it. Uh, <laughs> Brian gets a smart point. Al gets a short point. Um, coming in at number eight. It could be like a, a, a basketball player who really wants to be a, a racehorse jockey. Yeah. So he's got to get short. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cuts his legs off and puts shoes no, on the nubs. <laughs> magic. Through magic. No, he, he cuts his legs off and puts shoes on the nubs like Dorf. <laughs> like Brad Dorf. What's his name? Brad Dorf. Stephen Dorf. No, Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Brad Dorf? Uh, brother. Less talented brother. Coming. I was thinking Brad Dorf. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, coming in. I, I, had, I had to do a, a real quick fact check. Um, the panda bear is of the uh, family Ursidae, so they are bears. Huh. Sorry, viewers or listeners. Or both. That. And that is our <laughs> panda facts. <laughs> Coming in. Why are we told? Okay. Coming sorry. in at Go number ahead. eight this week. Um, I'm just going to read this because no one's guessed it any week. <laughs> Every It's been on here like five times and no one's ever guessed this movie by the description. All right. A frustrated office worker learns that he is the son of a professional assassin and that he shares his father's superhuman killing abilities. Wanted. Al finally remembered the name. <laughs> he wanted that point and he got it. Just one point? Yeah, just one. I mean, it has been five times. Yeah. yeah. He gets one point. Everyone gets one point this week. Uh, one point per movie. They changed up the whole uh, uh, exchange rate. Coming in at number seven. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I have an addendum. Um, red panda, often called lesser pandas, are now put in the raccoon family. Or <laughs> raccoons and bears lesser families pandas. are closely related. Lesser pandas. Ch- <laughs> lesser pandas. Children so the, of I, you know giant. the big white and black ones. I guess are bears. Children of a lesser yes. panda. I feel lied to for a long time. Because I didn't make that up, I promise. Yeah, red pandas. Are those even related to regular pandas? They just look like they're pandas. lesser. <laughs> lesser pandas. Lesser they have to. Pandas. They have to go in through the back door. Oh, okay. Yeah, the panda hierarchy is a strange thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like wolves and dire wolves, I guess. Yeah. Well, it sounds pandas. like they've they've tweaked panda classification recently based on That's these horseshit, people. man. We got to get to the bottom. Of this Wait, Josh they changed I. pandas. <laughs> Because <laughs> well, like the is that four like pandas changing, left, went and lobbied. Is that like changing Coke? They, like changing Coke to new Coke? They changed them to new pandas. <laughs> well, well find, check out our new show. No, new harmless animal DNA mapping. Yeah. <laughs> Opening this week at number seven. <laughs> Three chips. <laughs> are sent into space to explore the possibility of alien life when an unmanned space shuttle crash lands on an uncharted planet. It's animated. I feel like I remember. Is this, uh, what's his name? Uh, Planet of the Apes? No. (laughs) No. It's called Space Chimps. (laughs) Oh. I was going to guess space chimps. <laughs> I was going to guess time chimps. 
Way better movie. I was going to guess Space Pandas. Um, <laughs> I was going to... Red or greater Dunstan or lesser pandas. Checks in. <laughs> are, what, where, do, where are chimps in the panda hierarchy? Um, <laughs> the rulers. <laughs> the ruthless leaders. Uh, number six. Uh, the robot movie. Wally, still. Yeah, still. Wally, it's never leaving. Um, the, no points for that. <laughs> I, am a, I don't deserve any. No, none of us do. Um, I didn't call him by his full name. Wall Engelbert. <laughs> That's what the E stands I'm sorry. for. I'm sorry to keep holding it up. We have important business. Number five. A prince starts a rebellion in order to rule the earth. And our hero and his team must stop him. Hell boy. You got it. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. That was last week's episode. Um, Number four. A guy goes to the middle of the planet. Journey to the center of the earth. Yes, Al. And you get to journey to the center of that point. <laughs> One molten point. Yes. Uh, number three, Will Smith. That's all. Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith is doing fine. Generalissimo Francisco Franco. There was 100% a point in his uh, career where that's really all you needed to know about the movie. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. It was bankable. Yeah. Um, it's funny, Hancock's above Hellboy. Um, and no, Hancock- Hellboy had a serious drop off. Remember? Yeah, this was probably the last week yeah. it was in the tin. Yeah, uh, number two opening this week: the story of a bride to be trying to find her real father. Um, Shrek three. Mm, no, damn. No, it is not. <laughs> oh a Shrek. no, they were already married at this. I love hearing Shrek. Is it? Um, um, <laughs> this- now hasn't Al guessed it before? Or did you say it opened this week? It opened this week. This is the first oh. week. It opened. I thought it was Sex and the City. <laughs> no, that one's out. That one's out at the top ten now. Yeah, because that was at a similar level. But this oh, is this is one hundred comfort of bride. Yeah, this is one hundred percent the same demographic. Oh, always. Well, I mean, it's not a movie for teenagers about a bride to be. It's based on a uh, hit musical. Revenge. A hit oh. Broadway musical. Oh, oh, Mama Mia. Mama Mia. You get Pointa Mia. Oh, wow. I guess you get a yeah, dance. You get Mia. a dancing point. <laughs> that almost made a billion dollars, didn't it? Or maybe just because there were like fourteen of those movies. It, was um, it, it made six hundred and nine million dollars. Yes. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Waterloo. Okay. <laughs> and number one. When the menace known as the Joker wreaks havoc and chaos on the people of Gotham, Batman must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his ability to fight injustice. Hmm. Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kit Kitteridge. An American, American girl in London. <laughs> Kit Kitteridge, an American werewolf in London. <laughs> <laughs> Only an American girl can... Because <laughs> she uh, was an American girl. She was. And that is <laughs> the box office top 10. That brings us to the comics back 
story. <laughs> we have discussed all, I think, all of these characters previously. Al, is there anything new that you uh, have to tell us about? No, not really. Uh, the main ones we've all discussed at length. Um, I just wanted to uh, throw out a quick reminder to our listeners uh, about Sal Maroney. Um, he was the mob boss who threw acid in the face of Harvey Dent during a court trial, resulting in Dent going insane and adopting the two-faced persona. Huh. And if we remember from the Tommy Lee Jones version, Batman is dressed as Batman sitting in the uh, the gallery yeah. <laughs> of, the, of the trial. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, it's it's really fortuitous that there were so many symbolic two faced things <laughs> for <Yeah>. Harvey Dent, <laughs> because otherwise he would have had to have come up with like an entirely different persona. <laughs> but everything it just kind of fell into place. He had the two faced coin, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. His nickname from IA was Harvey Two Face. Yeah, it was a really fortuitous series of events that led to him being Two Face. <laughs> so, Al, did Maroni work for Falcone? Or were they rivals? Um, I think he worked for Falcone. I thought so too. Well, from I, Gotham, I could the be. Show. I could be wrong. Uh, cool. Um, I, th- I think Maroni was always trying to uh, get to the top of the the family. Yeah, you know uh, those Italians. So they got to recreate yeah. Caesar every chance they can. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, so because Falcone died in the first one, right, or went insane thanks to Scarecrow. Oh, yes, yeah, in the first yeah, movie, right. he's in Arkham now. Um, yep. So, so Maroni was the heir apparent. Okay, cool. All right, so this uh, this movie once again was directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Christopher and Jonathan Nolan. Um, it was uh, starring once again. Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> yes. Uh, Christian Bale is Batman. Bruce Wayne. Michael Caine's back as Alfred Pennyworth. Um, this time we have Heath Ledger as the Joker. Um, wow. Yeah. So um, there were a number of people um, expressing interest in playing the Joker around this time. Paul Bettany. Um, Adrian Brody, Steve Carell, Robin Williams all um, apparently tried to become involved or express Robin Williams, that's interesting. Yeah. Do we remember from 89 Batman? They just used him without permission, touting that he might be the Joker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Heath Ledger won the role. Do you guys remember how controversial that was at the time? Yeah, yes. well, because he was famous for 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is yeah. an incredible film, by the way. It, yeah, Just gonna it is. That out loud. It's yeah, the Taming of the Shrew. Is, yeah. It was that weird. Yeah, yes. It was that weird thing in the '90s where they remade um, Shakespeare, Shakespeare as as teen movies. Yeah, I think it's uh-huh. the best one out of that whole like field of Shakespearean remakes. I love that movie. I could watch that a thousand times. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> Same. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, and it's you know it's a it's a comedy, which he was. Just as brilliant at, but yeah, there was a lot of heavy-handed versions too, the Boz Lerman and all that. Shit. Oh, yeah. oh god, it's yeah, like Shakespeare in Love. Oh. <laughs> well, that was yeah. Fuck. They cut that. Fuck that club. movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> um, uh, 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, ten things I hate about you. He's uh, he was Australian. Um, ten things I hate about you was kind of his big breakout role. Then he went. He was in The Patriot, uh, starring as a uh, Mel Gibson's son, uh, A Knight's Tale. He was in that with yep. Paul oh, Bettany. Yeah. Um, that was a big one. Paul Bettany wow. and uh, uh, what's his face from Firefly? Oh, was Nathan Fillon? No, wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he wasn't in A Knight's Tale. Heath Ledger was in A Knight's Tale. I know Heath Ledger yeah. was, but was it oh. Alan Tudyk? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yes, um, yes he was. He was the page. <laughs> the man with two phalluses, yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Heath Ledger was in Monsters Ball, uh, Lords of Dogtown, uh, Brokeback Mountain was a oh, yeah. big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the movie just pre- prior to this, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, he won an Oscar well, for it. Did he win in two thousand five? It was two years earlier. Um, he was oh, okay. He was in Candy in between, which I'm, I don't even remember that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, um, that, that's the movie where the Joker and um, and uh. Uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Yes, <laughs> I wanted to say Mephisto too. Um, <laughs> who was he in Spider Man? Oh, Mysterio. 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 <laughs> yeah, where Joker and Mysterio make out. Yeah, yeah, and directed by Ang Lee, who's like, the- this is Bruce once he's calmed down, and you know he he's chilling in the mountains, <laughs> not hulking out, yes. except when. Uh, you know, <laughs> Which, uh, he has such incredible dramatic chops, Heath Ledger. Yeah, I right mean, out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, just he was, yeah, something does, completely different than than other things that he had made. But I mean, that movie is heart wrenching. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's cliche to say, but he had an intensity. It's rare. It does happen, but it's rare. Some a young actor like that just bursts on the scene. I think of DiCaprio in in, in many ways, where it's just like he seems really young. Holy shit, he acts better than most. Yeah, <laughs> most of these thirty year veterans. I get. Yeah, well, I yeah, liked him right away. There were stories that on the set um, that uh, Gary Oldman was like, "Are you seeing what this kid's doing? This guy's amazing." And that's yeah. Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah that's Gary Oldman. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's a movie with a lot of good performances. Uh, honestly, it really is. But to he, Heath is just captivating. Yeah. From his. Yeah. It's just it's it's insane. There's, I'll try there's, to be concise. In our there are so <laughs> many moments. And, I mean, honestly, we should. He, he deserves all the, the praise. But there are moments where he's literally just sucking his teeth in this movie. Mm-hmm. That you cannot look away from him. He's just right. making weird sounds and body movements. And a lot of sighs and a lot yeah. of like rolling his eyes. Like he doesn't freak out. You know, uh, Michael Jai White is, is totally giving him shit. And he just gives a, a look, a, a, just a distasteful look instead of pounding and yeah. exploding and shooting. He's, he's like a teenage like, girl, uh, you know, not. in a lot of ways, like just look, looking through his hair. Yeah. Like long stares. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, and just he's some just of his shirt. reactions are like just. I I love them so much. Just the way he'll say yes when someone like yeah. like when uh or when he goes to sit down with Harvey Dent in the hospital room and he just he just says hi and just the way he says hi, hi is so hi. amazing. <laughs> and takes and off he, the yeah, wig. does the teeth thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like I know you're upset with me. 
Um, it's like, do you, or in the first meeting, do you think you can just take our money and blah, blah, blah? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, what's the problem? Flippant. Like, yeah. That's exactly the plan I wrote down in crayon. Um, have you well, got the magic trick? Like, I'm going to oh. do a magic trick. I'm like, what the fuck are you even on about? Cinematically, oh. that was, I was blown away. Yeah. That was a kind of gore that was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very Joker. All right. Yep. Um, have you guys seen the Tom Waits video? The? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. I guess not. I'm going to share this video. This will be for our live streamers, too. Um, just for a minute. Then uh, we'll come back here. Um, Is it Heath Ledger playing Tom one Waits? One of the newest singing phenomena is over. Here, I'm going to. If not, wait, I'll tell you what. In the meantime, here. You can use this. Uh, oh, nice. Bless. All right. Just get it in there. How, uh, hang on. Are you all right? Yeah, just oh, fine. Thank I just you. want to check it until you're settled in. That's all. I don't make it comfortable here. Okay. <laughs> How long? <laughs> nice shot. It's okay. Story might, we all miss once in a while. How is, uh, how long have you been here in Australia now? I got here last night. Uh, I was on the plane uh, from Paris for about uh, 22 hours. Mm -hmm. It was a fascinating flight. That That is the video that Heath Ledger based the character of the Joker off of. It's uncanny. It is. (laughs) <laughs> the, the the sinister uh jester you yeah know, he's tom's having sort of a good time being so wacky yeah well i mean he's clearly so super fucked up like yeah co- that's a given yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a <laughs> granted but you you still behave in yeah. a certain way yeah um yeah wow yeah i was right uncanny yeah that he was basically doing a Tom Waits um, coked out of his mind from 1978 on Australian TV impression. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's why Gary Oldman said what he said. You know, there's one thing to the method, but there's another thing to just researching the fuck out of anything and everything and making something. Yeah. Yeah. Crafting it out of nothing. Right. You like, know. I'm a bank robber, so I'm going to pretend to be a bank robber for three months until we shoot. It's like, no. Yeah, exactly. Learn what your character's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check things out. Um, so, all right. Um, Keith Ledger, of course, um, passed away on January 22nd, 2008, about uh, six months before this movie came out. Um, he was uh, found by his masseuse, and she called... <laughs> When she found his body, she called Mary Kate Olsen. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's rumor that he got a lot of those prescription drugs from her. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. I mean, they were just Xanax and pain pills and stuff, but yeah. Um, well, by, uh, um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. A lot of, uh, diazepam. Um, yep. That's and- a, Benzo, yeah. yeah, oxycodone, hydrocodone, um, temazepam, alprazolam, and dox, um, doxylamine. doxylamine. I don't so know. That's three that. different benzos. Mm-hmm. So that's three, yeah, and two opiates. And, and he basically just stopped breathing. <laughs> yeah, that'll do so it. Slows yeah. everything down. Yep. Yeah, your heart stops beating and nothing else 
continues to work. Yep. It does what it's supposed to do, but you take too much, it does it too well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a shame. Oh god. To say the least. Yeah. To say the least. To say the least. Um yeah. We could have seen a lot more. Well, and not to get too deep into the like the mental health aspect of playing the Joker, there was a lot said about him like kind of losing touch with himself I because bet. he played this role so deeply. And I bet it leaves a stain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unlike Jared Leto, who was uh, like peeing in cups and pooping on people and doing all kinds of wacky shit on set. He was just guy. he was just living in that mind state of mm-hmm. just Tom Waits high on coke. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's yeah. Fucking fuck. I don't know. Jared Leto. He's just doing a bit the whole time. <laughs> he just wouldn't stop doing, doing a yeah. bit. Yeah. Like I said, he's a music video version of the Joker. Mm hmm. Uh, we live in a society. Um, all right. So, uh, Gary Oldman is back as James Gordon. Uh, Aaron Eckhart joins us as Harvey Dent. (laughs) Oh, Tommy Lee Jones's version compared to this is like, (laughs) it's hard to believe it's the same character. Um, Aaron Eckhart, um, is known He's one of those guys that was like in a ton of stuff, but never became like an A-lister for like the longest time. Um, he was in The Company of Men, uh, Nurse Betty, The Core, <laughs> Aaron Brockovich, um, Paycheck, uh, The Pledge, I Frankenstein. So um, he's good. Yeah. He's a good Harvey Dent. Yeah, he was definitely a good Harvey Dent. Um, let's see. We have, uh, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal, 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 Gyllenhaal. soft G Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, taking over for Katie Holmes as Rachel Dawes. Um, I had to, it wasn't until like the second or third time I watched this movie that I realized she was playing the same character (laughs) as Katie Holmes. But much, much better. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She's a much better actress. She is a much better actress. But she brought some depth. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie was just his friend growing up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, from Donnie Darko, where she was with her brother playing that <laughs> movie. Do we, know, do we know why this role was recast? I assume Tom Cruise. Um, but... K- yeah, Katie Holmes basically just didn't want to come back. Yeah, I think that was a yeah. And, and then she went into obscurity. Yeah, because of the yeah yeah. Um. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, she was, oh, Adaptation, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Mona Lisa Smile, uh, Secretary. Um, oh, God, she was in World Trade Center. <laughs> Dude, she she did a BBC uh, series. Um, I don't think it was, I think it was originally a BBC series, but called On- The Honorable Woman, mm-hmm. where she becomes a uh, member of the House of Lords, and it is incredible. Huh. It is an incredible show. It is the by far the most intense uh, performance I've ever seen from her. Wow! That, wow, she hasn't. Cool. She, wait, no, oh, that's theater. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, she was in the Deuce. She's been in the Deuce these last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Um. And let's see. Um. We've got uh, Morgan Freeman back as Lucius Fox. Um. Um, Monique, then, you know, then we we're getting into the lesser known people, Monique, Gabriella Kernan, Ron Dean, Nestor Carbonell, 
um, Ng Chin Han as Lau, uh, Eric Roberts as Maroney, um, Richie Coster as uh, the Ch- Chechen mafia boss, um, Anthony Michael Hall yes. as the yeah. cable news guy. Uh-huh. That was yeah, that was interesting. Um uh Melinda McGraw as Barbara Gordon, uh Gordon's wife. Um Michael oh, Jai right. White as Gamble, the uh mafia guy. Mm-hmm. Um and let's see, Tiny Lister uh, as the prison inmate. Um there's so many people. Cillian Murphy was back as the scarecrow. Dwight Yoakum, um was approached to play uh, uh, to, to be, play a role in this, but he turned it down. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam's like, no, no, I got a lot no. going on. Batman, um, uh, who's here to him? Yeah, I've got a. He did it instead. He decided to focus on his album. Dwight sings Buck, which is. Buck Owens. <laughs> yes, covers. a series of Buck Owens covers. <laughs> um, Senator Patrick Leahy. Um, yeah, was Pat Leahy. He's a huge <laughs> Batman fan. He's been in several Batman movies. Who yeah, was he in this? Five. He's, he was the gala guest that told the Joker that they weren't afraid of him. Uh, he's the first recipient of the knife in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, Which yeah. is kind of cool that a senator is getting a knife in his mouth from the Joker in a movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Um, this movie has 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And because of that, Good. I decided that I was going to read us a number of Dark Knight one-star reviews <laughs> to see <laughs> what yes. they had to say. See what they didn't like about it? Yes. What they didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Melody Z writes, the film made me want to throw up and not in the good way. <laughs> I have yet to find the good way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Heath Ledger is literally too good as the Joker to bear watching. <laughs> some people to just bear want... watch. <laughs> some people so good you can't watch. It. Yeah, he's so good that it makes the movie bad. <laughs> what a life to live. <laughs> some people just want to watch the world burn, and those people are usually fans of Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'm at least halfway with that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sifel M writes it was not what I expected <laughs> what did he expect he know. expected he's to have a mustache that they painted white over <laughs> everything to be labeled yeah, yeah exactly. Anon- there were no bat labels anywhere what the hell is this movie <laughs> anonymous writes sick saddening could have been a good movie if not so disgusting Huh. <laughs> like it was too gory for somebody. Right, right. Which it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of blood. But also, it seems like these people are saying that the Joker turned them off. They wanted a softer Joker. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Antonio Z writes, if you are a Batman fan, then you know the movie is regular. <laughs> As opposed to irregular? I guess. Yeah. Um, and I would like to introduce <laughs> you gentlemen to my new favorite Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, reviewer. His name is Brendan Glacane, and he wrote of The Dark Knight Nolenburgers. Nothing but Nolenburgers. Some call it feces. Some call it poop. Some call it shit. Some call it crap. Some call it stool. I call it Nolenburgers. 
That's all this movie is. Fetid Nolan Burgers. In truth, every Chris Nolan movie is not but Nolan Burgers. The acting in this movie is Nolan Burgers. Heath Ledger's performance in particular is just rotten Nolan Burgers. Christian Bale's Batman voice is just brown, reeking Nolan Burgers. The story is just wannabe intellectual Nolan Burgers crawling with maggots and swarming with flies. This is truly one of the most overrated movies of all time. There's a scene in this movie that pretty much sums up the whole movie for me. It's the scene where Joker calls Rachel Dawes beautiful. Anyone with eyes can see she's ugly. So many people have touted this movie as the greatest movie of all time. But anyone with a brain can tell that this movie is just a putrid Nolan burger. So many people think Chris Nolan is an amazing director. But anyone with a brain can see that he himself is just a big stinking pile of Nolan burgers. Yours truly, Brandon Glacane. Is that Steven Spielberg's like uh, pseudonym? Like, yeah. <laughs> like who he's that? trolling. I yeah. would like to read you Brandon oh, Glacane's Brandon Glacane's review for Inception. Nolan Burgers, not but Nolan Burgers. <laughs> Some call it feces. It is also known as dung, poop, shit, excrement, stool, crap. I call it Nolan Burgers. <laughs> He's just showing off his. I would like to now read you his review for The Dark Knight Rises. Nolan Burgers, nothing but Nolan Burgers. Some call it feces, some call it dung, some call it excrement. Some call it a sling blade. (laughs) Um, I would now like to read you. I'm sensing a trend here. Yeah, I'm glad it's a short movie that he, we... Is there one that he likes? Yes, what, how, yes, yes, yes. I'll get there. some positive so, so he, phrase. he gave a one-star review to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He gave a one-star review to Michael Moore Hates America. He gave a one-star review to Obama's America. He gave a one-star review to Hillary's America. Are <laughs> the Nash D'Souza movies? Why does he watch that show? He gave a one-star review to Infinity War. He gave two and a half stars to Marvel's The Avengers, um, three stars to huh. Wind River, one star to Logan. <laughs> Do you like your superheroes old, weak, lame, depressed, pessimistic, alcoholic, <laughs> nihilistic, and apathetic? Well, then this Kinda. is the movie for you. <laughs> right. I, that's how I like them. Yeah. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Five stars. Yes. <laughs> Something I can agree with Dung Man on. So what if he he uses um, Nolan Burgers just as a sort of universal, like, even when he likes something? This movie was totally Nolan Burgers. Well, okay, it had everything. You, uh, humor me. I want to hear his Last Jedi five-star oh, yeah, rating because I'm probably going to hate it. Um, lol. <laughs> Look at lol. The, it starts with lol. Look at the triggered <laughs> snowflake alt-right cucks giving this movie one star. They're all the same with their homogenized whining about SJWs and crying about how Rey is a Mary Sue. If Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda were real, they would strike you down with their lightsabers because you're the dark side. Oh, and this movie made over $1.3 so you can post all the one-star reviews you want. It doesn't matter at all. Wow. No, he brings. He, he didn't have any poop metaphors or th- yeah. like. No, some call it. <laughs> some people some, believe. Some call. Yes, some people. <laughs> I'm going to start calling my uh, trips to the bathroom trips to make Nolan burgers. Yeah, Nolan burgers is in my lexicon. Now. Yeah, <laughs> but again, I'm going to use it back and forth like Aloha or Chow. <laughs> This fucking dip is Nolan Burgers. Like, you need to get the fuck out of my house. You're Nolan Burgers. 
yeah. Um, universe. Bre- Brendan Glacane, oh. if you're listening to this, you're invited on the show anytime. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. Open anytime. invitation. Anytime, bro. Uh, that brings us to the you movie. You can have a segment. Yeah, right. You can review the movie for us. <laughs> In his version, how many Nolan burgers? Yeah, how many Nolan burgers does this movie oh. get? <laughs> it was so good. It was a Nolan burger with cheese. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to uh, the movie itself. Guys, you ready to jump into this thing? Uh, rack them up, rack them up, rack them up. <laughs> Mount the curb. Where do they get a load of me? <laughs> Here we go. This is The Dark Knight. We open with blue bat symbol explosion. Um, then it's Gotham City or Chicago. Um, there's a bank heist. Yes. There's a bunch of guys in clown masks. They're all talking about the Joker as the guy that planned the heist. Um, they start killing each other as they each perform um, perform the task they were hired for. Um, right, narrowing down the pool of profits. Also, <clears throat> we all realize this, but right off the bat, a nod to '66 Batman and old school Batman comics without being cheesy at all. They're all wearing clown masks. Yes, like obviously in the Joker's mind, that's a choice, and for the audience, we recognize that it was always goofy in the show. Nolan. Took all the goofy away. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Was that uh, a Nixon mask painted like a clown? <laughs> oh, possibly. So. One I'm of them sure, at least. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure yeah. that, the, that the Joker's clown mask was a Nixon mask. Huh. That would make sense. The noses were sort of long, sort of yeah. protruding. Huh. Kind huh. of the proboscis <laughs> looking. Well, to, at that time, he was the biggest crook that we knew of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <In> public office. <laughs> Uh, oh boy um yeah all right so yeah um let's see uh we discover it's a mob bank and then in the end um the uh uh, a bus bursts through and uh the last guy kills the uh, second to last guy takes his mask off revealing it's the joker he makes his getaway on the school bus which joins a row of other school buses leaving from a field trip. Yeah. And yeah. even before he takes his mask off, he does these really great sort of, you know, psychotype turn. Like he looks at the guy who's dying and he's like, yeah, his, tilting his head sort of like watching his, him die. His body language was, was great. Uh, yeah. The way he held the, the gun, the, the tilting when he was like st- staring down the guy who was pointing the gun at him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, before he says, no, I kill the bus driver. Yes. He lies about the count. He's like, yeah. he's got to be out by now, right? Joker's like, uh, yeah, knowing there's one more. <laughs> yeah, Learn how to count. Love it. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I, I, he gets the shotgun from yeah. the bank manager, oh, right. he which we'll see up. again later on in the movie. Yeah. He also, he has an automatic pistol. Yep. At this point yeah. in the movie, we only mm-hmm. see him use those two guns. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, except for at the end where he's shooting the rifle at Batman. Right. But he uses guns very little, which in the comics he kind of did too. He used them when it was necessary or he wanted to, but for the most part, he didn't. He shared yeah. that with Batman. Like he would find an inventive way to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Guns were, guns were boring. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or knives. Well, he loved knives. Yeah, yeah it was all yeah. about, and he explains that you can see a person die with a knife. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, let's see. We cut to shots of criminals being scared of Batman. Chief Gordon's on the roof with the bat signal. Uh, then we cut to a parking garage. There's a bunch of of uh, criminals uh, making a the Chechens. They're making a deal with the Scarecrow for drugs. I think it's drugs. The Chechen dude it was fantastic. Yeah. I want to give him one of my like wacky supporting role awards. <laughs> there you hear that Chechen guy. Yeah. You got he the had jokes. He was in character. He had jokes. He was also a reasonable gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like let's let's hear him out. <laughs> uh, so um, a bunch of guys in Batman suits um come and they start trying to break it up. And the real Batman shows up and takes out the Scarecrow. Uh, he gets bit by some dogs. He chastises the fake Batman for putting themselves in danger. Batman. The two bat. things that I, uh, two things that, uh, two things. Um, the command, uh, the computer commands in the Batmobile mm-hmm. just flash on the little screen. The first one was loiter, and then the second one was intimidate. Yes. Uh, it was just yeah. fun things. Um, also, the way that Batman bounced off that pillar when he was riding on the, the side of the van oh, yeah. uh, was hardcore. Yeah. It looked was. intense. That looked rough. You got. He got hit. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, timing timing the jump to crush the van, too. Yes. Yeah, that was something that was very Batman. Yeah. Yeah, because it was an action sequence, but what it actually um, showed us was how well Bruce can pay attention to so many things at once. Like, yeah. he, he counted the seconds for that van. It wasn't just like, this is when you do it. Yeah. It just he, shows what's going on when in any situation with Batman. Yeah. It's great. Um, uh, we cut to the bank. Gordon is, uh, checking out the heist. Um, Batman shows up. Um, they, uh, made, they made the bills irradiated so they can keep track of them. Uh, Batman made the bills irradiated. Yes. Batman lent them the money to track. Or the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman. He's like, I got a couple hundred thousand dollars. I can lend the cops in Gotham. Yes. Just don't hold them too long. You might get cancer. Yeah, that that limits the number of people Batman could be. There are a number of moments in this movie where I'm like, good hey, point. Is Batman that he has good all this point. cash. There's a, there's a number of things in this movie. Yeah. 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 Matt, maybe we should arrest the guy who appears in bank vaults. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they decide Gordon's going to try to bust all of the mob banks at once. Um, so this moment... Batman is given a choice and Gordon has the right idea. Shouldn't we catch this guy? And Batman says to him, no, we should catch all the mob dealers all at once. One man or the whole mob. One man or the whole mob. Yeah. Batman Mm -hmm. is the reason why all of this happens because at that point, Joker didn't have the ability to do all of this stuff. He didn't think of the Joker as a threat. Yeah. No. If he He's had, just being introduced, yeah. Yeah, if he had gone after the Joker right then, he probably would have gotten him before any yeah, of this happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, watching it this time a little bit closer closer than I than I normally do. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to take that away from it. Like, you know, he he actively chose the mob. Yeah. Right. Uh, that is the, Yeah, out of all the banks, yeah. Yeah. That is a mark. And of, it goes Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Well, nothing. <clears throat> There's even the scene, but he, he's trying early on. He's trying to figure the Joker out. He's just another uh, criminal. 
So yeah. what's his angle, like scarecrows or what have you? And um, yeah, Alfred has to tell him not to underestimate him. But yeah, Bat's not there. It takes him a while to get there. Well, yeah, yeah, he's trying he, to figure he out. Writes him off. He's trying to figure out the Joker's motivation, and Alfred has to tell him he doesn't have one. Right. Yeah. But Batman's like everyone does. Yeah. Some men just like to watch the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. That's that some... turned out to be an intense line. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's exactly right. And that exactly encapsulates the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um yeah. it's the mark of a really good uh movie that um um that the choice of your protagonist is what's uh, sparks yeah. everything. Right. Because it really did. Yes. Well done. Um, so, all right. Um, let's see. Alfred arrives at the new bat hideout. It's not the bat cave. It's still being rebuilt. He helps stitch Bruce up after uh, from the dog bite after the night before. They discuss the new district attorney, Harvey Dent, and his old girlfriend, Rachel. Uh, we cut to court. Harvey Dent and Rachel are prosecuting a mobster. We find out they're dating <laughs> and that Harvey Dent uh, fortuitously has a two-headed coin. Um, the guy yeah. on the stand pulls a gun on him. But they, Dent- they don't They don't reveal the, the two-headed coin for quite right. some time. No, no, they yeah. don't reveal it yet. Because she's bothered. She's like, you're going to put a man's life on the line for that. And he's like, no. Basically, he's like, no, I wouldn't. Don't worry. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he this does- scene also recreates the comic book acid-throwing scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. They changed they changed his origin to Two Face a little different, but they recreated that scene. Dude, yeah. dude stood up to kill Harvey. Failed. Which, which is an interesting moment. I guess the gun jams malfunctions or jams, and mm-hmm. that's why he's able to field strip this pistol, basically. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yeah. it hadn't jammed, he'd be dead. Well, he says next time yeah. buy American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> And I think I think that the reason why he got cast in this role, just the actor himself, is is to show how much he could have been Batman in right. these moments. You know, yeah. to make us believe that Two Face could have been Batman. His yeah. Mobility. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because if yeah. he had been a skinny DA, you know. Yeah. Well, then we might not believe it. Well, yeah. Well, no. And Aaron Eckhart. So I mean, they draw. The two sides, I mean, duality is a huge theme in this. Aaron Eckhart, they refer to him as Gotham's white knight several times. It's the dark yep. knight. Yeah. Um, right. He's he's blonde to um, to uh, Bruce's dark hair. Um, they're two sides of the same. Like, you know, it's, duality yeah. is just the defining theme of this. And he hits it over and over again in every possible way he can um, symbolically. Well, he even says, without ever talking to Batman, he's like, he he obviously doesn't want to do it forever. He obviously wants someone else to take over or have his, his goal be obsolete because there's peace. So, like, Harvey realizes that without ever hearing that from the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. He understands Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, um, let's see. They, uh, um... They meet with, oh yeah, so uh, Dent meets with Gordon, who wants a warrant to bust the mob banks. Dent wants to meet Batman. Um, (laughs) For his make-a-wish. Yeah. He's he's also (laughs) suspicious of some of the cops in Gordon's unit, because he used to be on uh, internal affairs. Um, Well, and all three of them are suspicious of each other. Yeah. Batman and Gordon discuss the, or not the commissioner, the DA. 
saying like, can we, can he trust him? Can we trust him? I don't know. Right. I mean, he seems like a good guy. And then we see Bruce Wayne doing his own background investigation on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, then he doesn't trust Gordon because of his background um, at major crimes. You know, he's like, well, I'm going to go down to major crimes and meet this guy, check him out for myself. Like they, they all start with this mistrust. Yeah. It's, well, and that's an ongoing theme that they stuck to. That, yeah. that there's always been one or two cops in Gordon's unit that were total turncoats, Bullock and, and so forth. There's yeah. always been somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, all right. Oh, at uh, Wayne Enterprises, Lucius Fox is having a meeting with a Chinese, Chinese businessman named Lau. Um, he asks uh, an accountant to go over the numbers of the deal again. Um, Bruce tells him that uh, um, he only wanted to uh, meet with him to get a look at his books because Lau's in bed with all of the criminal organizations in Gotham. Well, and he's mm-hmm. asleep through the whole meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it's That's funny. That's my favorite Bruce Wayne moment. Listening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he actually, I think, yeah, but then he, the, yeah, but the flip side of that is he's probably actually is like, like semi dozing because he's up all night as Batman. Yeah. 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 Yes, you're right. It's a combo. He's, he's only half miming being asleep. Mm-hmm. Listening is easy for Batman. Yeah. You know? And I love the arrogance of Lau. Before we even know him as a character, he's just so sure of himself. Just oh, yeah. So like this plan will work. Give me all of your money to hide. I, Not I, the numbers on the books, the physical cash to hide for you. Which leads me to a big, <laughs> it was one of my unanswered questions. Do real life um, organized crime keep their money in big piles of cash rather than, <laughs> well, rather I, than they, has um, numbers and accounts? They the Joker through. made the pile. Well, he did. Um, but well, but, but Lau, Lau was like, I have to protect your money. Yeah, Lau like, fi- I, took he says the physical in money. A secure location. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's in a secure location. I can't tell you about. Yeah. I, well, I assume that there were multiple locations. I don't know. That seems that's an interesting question, though. Was that just a pile that Lau had in a warehouse on the? I think it, Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's to illustrate um, the shittiness of the criminals who are running Gotham. Uh, Joker yeah. even says this. We we deserve a better class of criminal. Yeah. Like you guys are stupid and you're boring, and all you do is rob people for money, and that's fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So that night, uh, Dent and Rachel have dinner. Bruce Wayne crashes. Um, he's impressed with Dent and offers to set up a fundraising gala for him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, leaders of the major crime families have their evil meeting. We've got a gala and an evil meeting, guys. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Lau is teleconferencing in. It, it's by Zoom. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So this scene is one of my favorites in the movies. Probably lots of other people's. But what an introduction for such a big villain. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Just sauntering in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going like to do a magic like trick. Would. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's in Hong Kong. He tells them he's going to take all their money and keep it safe so that they can't be busted. Joker shows up and tells them what they really need to do is kill Batman. Um, mm-hmm. He offers to do it. because f- He has no jurisdiction. He will find you and he will make you squeal. Yep. Well, he's right. See, and this yeah. is, this is the flip. This is the flip side of the coin of that previous scene between Batman and Gordon where Batman decided mm-hmm. it wasn't that. Batman didn't realize it. Joker was the important one to go after. Joker does realize Batman's the important one to go after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and he knows Batman is ruthless, and Batman doesn't follow rules and does what he wants. And that's why he relates to him. He's like, you think I'm a wild card? This fucking guy's a wild card. He broke international law to bring this guy back to Gotham. Yeah. Exactly. Just we're not different. We're not They're different. figuring each other out without He'll getting to mood. encounter each other. Both the Joker yep. and Batman are, you know, the Joker doesn't understand that he has rules that he follows right. yet. Mm-hmm. He thinks right. of him as ruthless, but at a certain point he realizes like, well, you don't kill people though. Yeah. I can but, exploit that. Yeah. But he sees the hypocrisy in I'll do absolutely anything I have to. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, they refuse his offer. He does the bit with the grenades. Um, then, uh, Michael Jai White puts a price on the Joker's head. Mm-hmm. Um, then Dent Gordon and Batman have their meeting on top of the roof. They decide that Batman's going to go to Hong Kong and get Lao back, uh, to Gotham so that, uh, they can turn him on the gangsters so they can be prosecuted. Um, Lucius and Bruce then do some planning on how to abduct Lau. They look over Bruce's new gear. Um, the, he does that on the roof. That's <laughs> made me laugh. Um, <laughs> then we discover Bruce has gone on a cruise with the entire Russian ballet as a cover for his trip to Hong Kong. Um, what was it? Well, you- which, which was foreshadowed by their conversation with Dawes. Um, he's taking me to the Russian ballet. Oh, you like ballet? He's mm-hmm. also fucking with his with ex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of true crime, and a lot of the alibi cover stories are: I took the Russian ballet out onto a yacht. <laughs> I couldn't have killed my wife. I was on a yacht with the Russian ballet. ballet. And I had forgotten that Rachel knew he was Batman. Um, up till mm. it's made pretty obvious on the, in the, the party, the gala party where she gets kicked out of the window kind of thing. But she should have been like, dude, what the fuck is Batman doing? If Bruce is taking the Russian ballet, Bruce, what are you doing right now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, no, she knew that was a condition of their love. Yeah. So if, you, if you could stop being Batman, we could be together. <laughs> if you stop being Batman, I'll stop being Katie Holmes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop being the Flash. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then uh, the Joker shows up at Michael Jai White's place and kills him. <laughs> the, the Making his men fight to the death with the, uh, with, with, the with the broken pole cue stick was vicious. Three guys. So, yeah. And he drops one half of the pool cue on the ground. Yeah. And says, make it quick. They have to Woo. fight over that. And we get our first uh, got a scar origin story. I was just going to say yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. You want to know how I got these scars? The first one, yeah. And of course, it, it changes every time, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. For the Joker. Um, He's the one man Rashomon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christopher Nolan said he specifically did not want to show the Joker's backstory in order. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I love watching Martha Wayne get shot in oh, a yeah, dark alley. Give it to me. <laughs> there would have taken. Go ahead. There's nothing like pearls on the asphalt. Yeah. It would have taken all of the wind out of his reveal at the gangster meeting mm-hmm. if we had already seen some weird trauma like oh i get it he was beaten oh i get it. he was neglected 
he had to watch his prostitute mom like he no. and batman that, are connected in some through way shared right. history of some it, sort that's not so necessary. much more satisfying <laughs> to just have him saunter into the room well i definitely loved the scene where joker and batman were fighting and joker yells martha <laughs> how do you know that name like, dude i shot your mom what because it's a name <laughs> uh, i know lots of names i'm not named who the fuck says their mother's name? <laughs> like, like you don't, you, you well, don't go, in that, mom. In, <laughs> yeah. in that moment, in that when moment. you're getting your ass kicked, yeah, you don't generally yell your mother's full name. Your mother's actual name, you don't yell. Like, yeah. like okay, so maybe Not if you're full, really fucked up, you'd yell mom or mommy, but you yell her actual name. You don't right. call I your mom. I think that happens after when you're a bloody mess on the ground going, oh, no, mom, I want my mom. But yeah, some guy punches you in the face and you're like, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. Anyways, um, back to this Batman movie. Um, in Hong Kong, Lucius Fox arrives and uses a meeting with Lau as an excuse to uh, use his new invention, the sonar phone. Um, he does that so he can uh, keep a... Uh, to see the layout of the building, um, which I call phonar. <laughs> I almost said it. I was like, Al's gonna grimace. <laughs> Thank you. Which echolocation, yeah, bats. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. but the Bruce and Lucius, when they discuss it, Bruce is like, <laughs> uh, just like a, a submarine. Mr. Wayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for Dolphin Man to show up, actually. (laughs) Al's right, though. That's a tiny little Batman 66 moment. Yeah. When Robin says something really obvious, and then (laughs) Batman's like, precisely. (laughs) Reversed, you know what I mean? I don't know. It reminds me of that. I I did like... Yeah, Bruce. (laughs) I liked how they they used the the phone R, if you will, Uh Um, because you're not allowed to have phones in the building. Yeah. he's just like he's caught like in the is. like oh sorry yeah i forgot i had this other phone i'm a ceo of a business yeah right but if Which that was o'hare thing. he'd be on the no fly list <laughs> yeah uh um so yeah then that night bruce flies down to the building to break in um i <laughs> uh do you think that um lucius ever gives him equipment and he's like it's fine but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like bat stuff can you make it bat themed for me <laughs> it's, like, it's like a grappling hook with like ed hardy flames on it like yeah. something guy fieri designed it's like, can we get this in black unfortunately no i checked the amazon page there's steel gray yeah. or bright green fieri. yeah bright green. <laughs> something that glows in the dark yeah is that Wait. batman no that's a gun or a, <laughs> a hook Sorry. What what I found really funny was there's a point later on where mm-hmm. he's um talking to Lucius dressed as Batman and he's still using the Batman voice just him and Lucius all alone. <laughs> he's like Lucius, what are you like? Why are you doing that, Bruce? He knows who you are. Take your mouth guard out. <laughs> um, all right, so um yeah, uh, Bruce gets into the building and abducts Lau. He makes his escape by airplane, the Skyhook. Um. That was cool. Super cool. It was. It's yeah. like the bridge building Batmobile. It's very practical. It's an actual real world application. I was going to say, yeah. I, I, yeah. I believe that that Skyhook probably called something else, but I, I believe that was made or prototyped. 
yeah, that's got to be made terrifying. Sense. To it do. made sense. Oh my god! Yeah, reverse bungee diving. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna grab you and hurl you towards the plane. <laughs> Planes moving about you know four hundred and fifty miles an hour, and uh, you will be propellers. I, I have yeah. to imagine that that yanking would probably kill you. It, like, well, it, it's probably got a bungee. So it probably right. it probably stretches up to a certain point and then and then you get yanked <laughs> at like whack 180 miles an hour, you, you know. It only breaks your back instead of pulling all the bones out of your body. Yeah, you <laughs> tie it, just tie it to your ankle and yeah. yank. Yeah, it's sling, like it slingshots like you into the Hercules's like propellers. <laughs> Damn it, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh yeah, Bruce leaves uh him on the steps of uh Gotham PD leaves Lau there. Um, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Rachel uh, gets Lau to agree to make a deal with Dent. Dent decides he's going to do what was they call it a Rico case. Rico, yeah, you've yeah. never heard that. It's it's so much popular culture. I feel like I knew what a Rico. Yeah, it's a mobster and entrapment kind of thing. You get as many mobsters as you can linked to each other. Well, right. Every yeah. the idea is everyone's complicit. Yeah, it, yeah. It's more than a conspiracy. All these people had to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. One person's involved; they're all involved. Yeah, exactly. So he uh, Lau agrees to work with them. Um, the gangsters. Uh, at this point, the gangsters, uh, the Chechen decides that the real problem is Batman. Um, they uh, there's the scene in the uh, courtroom with all of the gangsters together. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, the mayor meets. That with- was brilliant. Yeah, that's just such a cool moment for adjust to show like, well, you know, they'll get appeals, and then the mid level guys will have to uh, get stuck because they won't be able to afford it. Like they they laid it out how it would have functioned in the real right. world. If you're going to use Rico, then you have to realize that 150 people are all entitled to due process. Yep. Yeah. And if it's one indictment, it has to happen at not the same exact moment, but at the same time. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to go one by one by one by one. You can't. That's not how Rico works. Where you're all guilty. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah. in Alice so, in Wonderland. <laughs> my big takeaway from this, because since this movie and these movies, Nolan has made a bunch of like concept films. Sure. This is a real world movie Mm -hmm. but the only the the hook like in like in inception or in interstellar you know you've got time travel or space Mm -hmm. travel or dream travel this is a real world where a superhero exists yeah yes yeah it is which is instead of it being a batman movie it's like how do you stop crime in a the most corrupt city in the world oh and there's also a billionaire who is a superhero yeah without a, powers without supernatural powers and yeah. his arch enemy doesn't have supernatural powers it's about crazy fighting crazy but they're two different brands of crazy it's a very different take on batman it's we don't realistic. start with batman we start no. with the Joker. crime yeah and well i mean we, we start with like the the city itself is so corrupted what that's I, yes. why batman exists yes. what i found instead inter- of him existing because mom and dad pearls sidewalk yeah you know? exactly right more than that what what i found interesting was that he um nolan uh used so much of chicago in this like in batman begins yeah. um he used a lot of cgi to make chicago look like gotham like he changed yeah. a lot of buildings he did yes, not he do did that not very much yeah the sears towers right there yeah but i didn't live there for long admittedly but there are many many landmarks i recognize there are many many um neighborhoods i recognize at the end where he saves that fink of an accountant 
Mm-hmm. I, I know where that is underneath the L. Well, and we all remember the fist fight on the bean. Yeah. <laughs> You know. <laughs> the centennial bean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the hot dogs at Kaminsky. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's uh, Boston yeah. Soldier Field. So, all right, all right. Um, let's see. They, uh, yeah, the mayor meets with Dent. They're interrupted by uh, the copycat Batman being hung from the building outside. Um, the uh, Joker killed him and filmed it. They show it on the news. <laughs> he threatens to keep killing people until Batman reveals himself. Which, again, always a Joker tactic. Compared to all the rogues gallery, one of the first things Joker does is get a hold of mass media. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody it's coming, which is sort of benevolent in his way, which even more than Harvey is kind of the Joker style. Like, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, you can go. I'm killing the others. Yeah. Well, and so much of it is to sow chaos. Yes. Discord. That's really his 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 mo is like yep. how do i how do i make as much chaos out of as little action as possible right like the makeup scheme yeah, yeah. exactly enough yeah, to make everyone news. paranoid but really no idea what to do about it yeah exactly um so uh that night bruce has his fundraiser for dent uh the police figure out the joker is going to be targeting the police commissioner the judge that heard the case and harvey dent uh, I love the uh, there's a cute little line between um, Dent and Alfred when he when Harvey meets Alfred. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you, you've known Rachel her whole life. Not yet, sir. Not yet. <laughs> Not That's yet. a great line. Wow. Very Almost, wow. And foreshadowing <laughs> that that is 100 percent right. foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And um, <clears throat> the other funny line in this scene that isn't Joker related is. You know, the the rich guy making out with the much younger woman um, yeah. in Bruce's bedroom. And then he goes and opens his secret. She's like, oh, my God, you have a panic room. Thank God. And he just. <laughs> I think he's done that to Clark before. Yeah. Like comic books. Yeah. But I love it. Uh, the, the other the other line from Two-Face to Alfred. Does he have any? Does she have any crazy uh, ex boyfriends? I should be worried about. You have, no, you have idea. no idea. Yeah. When people say that and they think the sentence is over, it bothers me. I was like, "Could you give me an idea then?" Because that's right? why I asked. Yeah. Why are you being so cryptic? Is, yeah. is Bruce her ex boyfriend? <laughs> asked a question. You're not telling a story. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, Bruce talks to Rachel. She tells him that if he ever stops being Batman, they can be together. Um. The police commissioner gets poisoned. Um, the judge gets blown up in her car. Um, but the the two cops. I, uh, Here's ones, my card. I love it. Sorry. Yeah. The two cops that uh, put her in the car were the crooked ones. We find out later. Yep. Um, the Joker and his men show up at Bruce's party and start terrorizing the guests and Senator Patrick Leahy. Um, Bruce. Um. Again, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. I love that he picks up a glass of champagne and just sort of throws it at himself, hardly gets a drink, grabs a shrimp skewer, eats the tomato off, chews it very animatedly. Yeah. But then he goes person to person. Where's Harvey Dent? Are you Harvey Dent? You know Harvey? Where's Harvey? You know him? (laughs) Just And gently smacking people. Not brutal. Not knives to the throat. Just where the fuck's the guy I'm looking for? Is that you? You him? Where's he? (laughs) Yeah, Just well, yeah, this. and the, the the bald guy, he like pats his head enough so you can hear it slapping the skin on top of his head. And then Leahy and the look that he, he's like, we're not afraid of you. And he's all. 
and gets real close and looks him in the eye. You remind me, you know what I mean? If he hadn't said anything, Joker wouldn't have noticed him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cocktail. You remind me of my father. <laughs> Daddy I hated issues. my father. Right. Yeah. Bruce's jokey. Uh, um, so, yeah. Just that- great scene. Batman. That's an interesting mirror of Batman and the Joker. I hated my father, whereas Bruce like idolizes his father. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, neither of them really knew yeah. their fathers very well at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Bruce knocks out Harvey Dent and hides him safely away. He returns as Batman. The Joker's men fight him for a bit. Then the Joker throws Rachel out the window. Batman dives out after her, saving her life. We never revisit the party. <laughs> Did the Joker stay and like just eat shrimp? <laughs> well, it's a very I mean, poor choice of words. I assume I assume that he realized that Harvey wasn't going to show. Yeah, it was just like ah, fucking stupid party. Anyways, I just I thought it was a weird cut that we just move on. We go to like a the what we after that we just move to the next scene and never show the Joker leaving the party or anything because like good point. You know, he could have been killing a number of Gotham's richest people. Meanwhile, Bruce is just sitting on a taxi cab with Rachel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and back at the party, we got our second Scar story. Yeah, Scar story yeah. number two. Um, threatening Rachel. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bruce and Alfred discuss the Joker. Um, this is the some people just want to watch the world burn scene. Um, the Burmese uh, bandit. Great story. Yeah. They were they were paying or he was being paid by all the warlords and they went to go and stop him and they found a kid with a ruby in his hand. Because mm-hmm. money was not the object of his right. goal. He it was yeah. good hunting. What yeah. do you do with a man without a motive? Yeah. It, it, even yeah, even forensic shows now, that's what stumps people nine times out of ten. The when there's no discernible motive, there's no reason for him to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. that's what makes him scary. Yeah, that's. I mean, the that's the the Dahmers yeah. of the world, you know. Right, yeah. exactly. It's usually money or love. Yeah, but when it's not, it's very terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um. So, uh, let's see. The cops are called to a crime scene that the Joker sent up with uh Harvey and Dent, the two guys. Um. Batman um, <laughs> takes a chunk of the wall with a shattered bullet in it. He's going to get fingerprints. They... How the fuck is this supposed to work? Yeah. <laughs> Those fingerprints would have definitely been burned off. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and he's like, uh, I need it before your men contaminate it. And then he takes a whole chunk of wall where the bullet, it's like, that's evidence, Mr. Batman. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Um, yeah, they figure out the Joker's next target's the mayor. Um, then, meanwhile, the accountant that Lucius had been looking into the Lau had looking into the Lau deal figures out that Bruce Wayne's Batman. He threatens to go public. Lucian does not. Lucius does not give in to the blackmail. This might be my favorite scene of the whole movie. Um, just uh, Lucius Fox's line. Um, it's long, so I won't go into it, but. Um, basically, your plan is to blackmail this person. Yeah, you you yeah. want to blackmail Batman, <laughs> a billionaire what... vigilante yeah. who yeah. beats up well, criminals with his bare hands. Yeah. yeah, and he's like one of the most powerful men in the world who beats who spends his time. I love that. Like his hobby is to dress up as a bat and beat people to a pulp. 
Yeah. 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 Um, it was like, uh, and yeah, and and his he sums it up with good luck. Yeah, yeah, good luck. See how that goes. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Lucius does discover that Bruce has a secret cell phone deal with the military. He's doing some R&D with them. Um, there's a public ceremony for the dead commissioner, a parade. Bruce discovers that the fingerprint on the bullet belongs to someone with an apartment overlooking the parade. Right? Is that how that worked out? Is that how I he got to so. that apartment? Yeah, like, there's a lot of plot in this movie, and a lot of like small details lead to other things that happen. So every once in a while, I found it following the thread was a was a, a little tenuous. Um, all right, so uh, he heads there. He discovers that there's a bunch of policemen tied up there. Um, the Joker and his men are disguised as police in the parade. They attack the mayor, start shooting. Um, the mayor does not get killed, but. Lieutenant Gordon apparently does get killed. So the unanswered questions will get there, but was this the Joker's plan all along to shoot Jim Gordon so that he could then later on get caught by Jim Gordon? Or is he just improvising his way through this whole thing? One, just one step ahead of Batman. I think the latter. It has to be the latter. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I have I believe he really was aiming for the mayor. Yeah. Yeah, I think he probably was. I think But then foresaw the fact that did he know that Batman was Batman? We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I have so many questions about from basically this moment on throughout yeah. the storyline. Yeah, once ever once the dominoes start falling with these things. Yeah. Here, yeah. Um all right. So uh let's see. Uh they capture one of the Joker's men and Harvey abducts him. Batman breaks a gangster's legs trying to <laughs> he's fighting John Marconi, Wayne. right? Yeah. He drops Marconi off the off the fire escape. Maroni. 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 Yeah, but when when he's he's fighting John Wick style through the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a was, club. That was hilarious. Can you imagine being at a club and you're like, is that Batman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just fucking people up. I should leave. Yeah. It's like seeing Shaq in a club. <laughs> <laughs> like I took, um, I really uh, picked the wrong night to take Molly. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I love Eric Roberts. I'm hug that man. <laughs> Such an asshole comic, but like oh, yeah. comments. Like, what makes you think I want to hear you talk? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all right. So yeah, he uh tells him the only way he'll find the Joker is to reveal his identity. Uh meanwhile, Harvey is threatening the Joker's guy. Batman shows up and says, Hey, don't do that. You're supposed to be the good guy. You have to stay clean. Um he tells Dent to call a press conference so that he can reveal himself to the world and turn himself in to stop the Joker from killing people. Well, well he didn't stop reason, from, Go ahead. Well, the reason he was threatening the guy, ultimately, he broke once he saw that he was wearing Rachel's name, Officer Rachel Dawes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the keys were sitting in the ambulance. The ambulance is unattended. This is where my question about the Joker and his machinations was this his plan all along was to have this guy get caught so that two-face would take him and Mm. kill him and become two-face already kind of thing like corrupt him then i think a lot of what he does are happy accidents yeah well because batman says to him him this guy's a nut you you don't want to kill him he doesn't know what he's doing well i mean that that was that's one of my unanswered questions is the joker insists he's not a planner that he just does things but there's clearly a lot of planning involved in all of these. 
But at the same time, a lot of it does seem accidental. So is he a planner or is he a rabid dog? Which one is he? I don't know. I I don't know. I interpret this as he is constantly, he wants this chase to continue forever. He does not want to, at this point, he doesn't want to kill Batman. He just wants this to be forever, which it is in the comics. I mean, they're always chasing each other. And he mentions later, you know, you threaten to kill 30,000 people. Nobody says anything. You threaten to kill one mayor and everybody loses their mind. So that's a plan, but it's not necessarily a scheme. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to get everyone's attention, I'm going to promise to kill this guy. But, but he, I mean, he, ha- there's a lot of elaborate things he does, like getting the dude with the bomb in his belly into the thing so he can make a phone call and like, he does a well, lot of very elaborate. I don't think things. he personally does any of that. Stuff. But the guy I with the bomb in his belly was a cop killer. He was accused of killing a cop. So somehow he got framed, or he actually killed a cop, and then they sewed well, him up with a bomb inside him. Even you know? in the comics, the people that create a lot of the mayhem for the Joker are his henchmen. The people in the Joker. Well, well, yeah, yeah, no, no, he's not yeah. personally doing it, but he's directing people to do it. It's yeah, he is the cause. Which requires of it. some foresight and planning. He is planning it and having That's it done for him. That's a good out of jail free. I think he he could at least have come up with that plan and still be totally unstable but well, that's Charlie how he Anthem. got out of that's how he got out of jail well yeah. yeah yeah well of course that's how he got out of jail but i'm also saying like that's a lot of planning yeah okay. um well a rat will come up with plans to get out of the <laughs> cage all right. um so all right so uh at the press conference though harvey declares himself the batman <laughs> I declare Batman. Um, I'm Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. It was I'm Batman, and so's my wife. Um, Well, he didn't want Batman to stop. He wanted Batman to finish and take down the Joker. Yeah. Um, Like I'll go sit in the cell. You do this. uh, So they get a. He's taken into custody. They get a convoy of armored vehicles to transfer him to county jail. Um, as they do along the way, they are attacked by the Joker. He's in a semi. He's got an RPG. Uh, Batman joins in. There's the big chase scene. Lots of property damage. <laughs> a lot of property damage in areas of town unrelated to the police convoy that Batman causes. <laughs> he's going down. Well, they film a lot in the Chicago underground. There is still a lot of, yeah, a lot of it's down there. Not Not on the proper streets above. <laughs> yeah. Well, but once he gets into the bike, he, he fucks up a oh, lot of people's yeah. cars <laughs> that were completely. Yes, Batman does. Yes. Batman yeah. does specifically for sure. Cars that were unrelated to the chase. <laughs> Just he flipped that semi, which now made it much harder to move. <laughs> yes. The wheels are upside down. Yes. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, millions and millions of dollars in property damage. But um, okay. So they end up capturing the Joker there's that scene. That scene is definitely a reference to uh, Batman 89, um, where the Joker is standing in the middle of the street and Batman's coming at him on the bike. It's definitely a yeah, reference. Long Come pistol. on. Yeah, definitely. Come a on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love the way that uh, the Joker scrambled out of the semi after it flipped over. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, like trips over himself. And he flops. It's just such good body acting. Oh, um, yeah. Body acting is amazing. Yeah. He does not move with intention. <laughs> he's, just, he's like a rag doll trying to walk, trying to stand yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, all right. Uh, let's see. They... He's an intense misogynist. Or not misogynist. Um, masochist. 
Okay. No, no. Masochist. <laughs> he is an intense. Any pain he sustains, he loves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd also be a pretty intense masseuse. Um, <laughs> he might, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine he'd be gentle. Yeah, I'm not turning my back to that guy. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they capture the Joker. It's revealed Gordon is not actually dead. Um. Just, he just shows up at his own house. Yeah, and yeah, his wife Knocks slaps him. Yeah, um, they have the Joker in custody. They can't identify him. The mayor tells Gordon he's being promoted commissioner. Uh, he goes home. Um, we see Dent getting in the car. Um, Ramirez gives. It looks all shifty. Um, oh. Then uh, at the jail, there's the prisoner complaining about the stomach ache. Gordon gets called back because it's revealed that Harvey Dent did not show up. He disappeared. He interrogates the Joker, who tells him that the dirty cops helped out with the whole thing. Um, Gordon leaves. Batman shows up um, behind him. Um, I love the, like, you never start with the head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then he punches him in the hand. He's like, see? See? (laughs) But uh, yeah, it should be like 101. And it just shows like how savvy and street smart the Joker is comparatively. Yeah. Um a big theory going around is that he was like part of like some sort of CIA special ops type thing, which is why he yeah, knows so much Joker about Joker like, was? Yeah. That's that's a theory that I don't know, I've seen it on the internet here and there. Just based on clues in this, like his, you know, um, you know, he's good. He's he's good with improvised explosives and he's a good shot. He knows about torture. Like, you know, there's a lot of things. Hmm. There's he a lot of motivation. He, he, he has a lot of weaponry and hurting people's skills that. Well, we don't we don't know how old is he, how old he is or how long. Yeah, he's been doing what? What? So. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah. Um, Timothy McVeigh figured it out. Mm hmm. Um. So, all right. <laughs> well, I don't mean to be no, no. to be morbid. But he, he he wasn't a bomb expert. He no, he wasn't. He wasn't. All right. But um. So, all right. The Joker. <laughs> the truth is finally revealed. <laughs> Timothy Bay has it all figured out. Um. Gordon, Gordon leaves. Batman shows up. Joker tells Batman that uh he has Dent and Rachel both tied up. He gives them the addresses because he knows that Batman can't get to them both in time. Um, we cut to Denton and Rachel. They're tied up with barrels of gas and bombs. They have a live phone connection to so they can talk to each other. Uh, then Batman leaves. The Joker escapes jail. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the cop he he goaded the cop into trying to beat him up. Takes the cop hostage, gets his phone call, and activates the bomb that way. Yep. All because Batman pushed him up against the window so he could get a piece of glass. Yep. To hold him at knife point with. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. So uh, Batman and the police race to where Rachel and Harvey are being held. Batman goes to save Harvey. Um, the police do not get to Rachel in time. She dies, and Harvey gets half his face burned off in the explosion because he fell over, so ba- and his face was covered in gas batman was he's burned batman thought he was on his way to save rachel because the joker like switched their addresses right which Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you expect that but he didn't quite know the joker like he does later on but yeah 
He switched, did the switcheroo. Yeah. yeah. So, because that's what he wanted. He wanted yeah. Harvey to face Batman. Like, he wanted that to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. The Joker already knew that Batman cared more about Rachel than Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, he says um, it too. He's, he's got him pegged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he knew. He's got to know who he is. Yeah. He's got oh, to. Oh, who he really is? Yeah. He's got to. I've, Maybe. In the comments, I think before this, up, yeah. before this moment, he has to know that he is actually Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, I mean, because otherwise, why would we give you a shit about Rachel Dawes? Well, he's like the way you well, jumped out after her. Yeah. 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 He saw Back Batman. At the party yeah. And when I mean, Batman went to save Rachel. Left There's a room window. full of maybe 80 people. And he yeah. just ran immediately to her. Yeah. I well, he was already by the Joker by the window because he says the line. But yeah, Joker's like, just the, the way that you jumped out. You were genuinely scared and worried. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that simple like Batman. Saving right, you're somebody, saved. Yeah. I'm going to continue on. <laughs> After Rachel dies, Alfred fi- um, receives a letter that she wrote for Bruce um, telling him she was going to marry Harvey and they were never going to be together. Alfred decides not to give it to him. Um, in the hospital, Harvey goes kind of crazy. Uh, he's pissed off at Gordon because Gordon's cro- crooked cops were the ones that kidnapped him. Um, we find out that his nickname when he was in internal uh, investigations was Harvey Two Face. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> a happy a happy coincidence. <laughs> um, yeah, too bad he wasn't Harvey Horstick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harvey Face not burned off. <laughs> not what if he burned just his hand or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> Harvey Handy. Andy Harvey. Andy Harvey. Well, there's a guy that sits out back, a homeless dude named Andy Harvey, but <laughs> you don't want to know how he got that name. Um, I mean, unless you got 20 bucks, then. Yeah. Then, then maybe then you, you do learn. learn. Yeah, you'll find out. Um, so <laughs> you'll find out. He's going to do it whether you want him to do or not. You'll find out. You better, watch out. you better watch out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, meanwhile, the Joker burns up all the mob's money and takes <laughs> just takes over the mob, kills the Chechen guy. Uh, he says he burns half. He says he's only burning he his half. That. But yeah. that's what he says. Was the but I- it's not? I is, what, well, was that pile only half of it then? Because I got the idea. He's like, that's oh, I'm only burning half the pile. It being a joke that he's only burning oh. his half of the pile, but the whole half but is going to burn. Spread. That's yeah. okay. that makes sense. That's how I took it. Yeah, when I first saw the movie. Yeah, this time I was kind of confused. It's like, are we missing? I just knew he wasn't telling the truth. There was no way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. He wasn't telling the truth in some way. Um, I wonder if that's another uh, symbolic nod to Two Face. Mm. Half. Hmm. He's, he's burning half, half the money. The pi- oh yeah. And he, he burnt half of Harvey. Yeah, that's a good point. That's symbolism again. Yeah. Um, so, uh, on TV, the accountant that threatened to go public is on a show to reveal who Batman is. Joker calls in and tells them that, uh, he doesn't <laughs> want him to spoil the surprise. And unless the accountant. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sally Jesse, I'd just like to say. I'd like to say that man is no good and she should kick him to the curb. <laughs> Deal breaker. <laughs> Um, yeah, unless the accountant is killed in the next hour, he's going to blow up a hospital. So, um, Gordon immediately starts evacuating hospitals. Um, 
the accountant is taken into protective custody. Mobs of people are trying to kill him. Um, Bruce races out in the Lam- or the Ferrari, Lamborghini, um, Lamborghini, Lamborghini uh, to try to stop it. Um, they find very out very subtle. Yeah, very subtle. <laughs> um, they look for cops that have family members in hospitals so they can find out who may be is a weak a weak link um so is this a greater violation of uh, individual rights than the cell phone thing cuz that's a hipaa violation <laughs> it is and uh, people take that seriously and that yeah that's yeah, a crime <laughs> i i have well, it, it, i have to take a class on that every you, year yeah. yeah i've had i've had to several times working with yeah but anyways uh, is it against HIPAA to um, verify or deny that a person has been admitted? They can tell you hmm. that, right? I guess admission I mean, is different. Well, I mean, I, I've called hospitals and be like, "Do you have anyone named blah 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 blah?" Yeah, so I mean, many. they do that. I've been in that situation pe- where someone. Yeah. Pe- oh yeah, yeah, I've been in that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Anyway, so all right, so yeah, um, they find out that the cop that's in the car. With Gordon and the accountant guy has a someone in the uh, hospital. Um, meanwhile, the Joker's dressed as a nurse. He visits Harvey Dent, gives him the whole um, uh, everybody loses their mind speech, mad dog thing. Um, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't wa- I wouldn't know what to do with him if I caught. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the Joker is the Joker a dog? <laughs> because. He, um, he likes sticking his head out the window. He's constantly licking things. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So um, let's see. He uh, frees Harvey Dent from his restraints, gives him a gun, and sets him after the crooked cops that helped him. Um, gives him the chance to kill him. Yeah. Harvey Dent could have um, just killed him. But uh, Harvey Dent's already Harvey's already a slave to the coin. Yeah. See, here's the thing is that even the Joker always uses people's rules against them. Like, yeah. like Batman has rules. Even Two-Face has rules. Everyone has rules. Everyone except the Joker. The Joker has no rules. Right. The, yeah. He says here uh, the thing that he's an agent of chaos, and the thing about chaos is it's fair. Yeah. And then later, Dent... <laughs> Same sort of motif. Chance. Chance is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, the accountant is saved. Uh, Har- Harvey's been to law school. <laughs> yes. Sure. Where did he get this idea that chance is fairness? <laughs> Justice is fairness. And the, the Joker went to technical school. Yeah. I mean, so, so like he could, he could fix a garbage disposal. But... Harvey's ideas of fairness are like a 14 year old boy's idea of fairness like undeveloped like yeah anyways yeah 50 like, like read well, fucking plato yeah, flipping dude. a coin yeah yeah, yeah. So this, you do that to see who kicks off first in a game well i mean right. yeah th- th- somebody th- does that's the grotesque nature of two-face and you know the fairness yeah. right yeah. but this is this is all new to him because he used to always know the outcome of his coin toss yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, and honestly, now, go ahead. Now there, there's the one coin with the the burned face mm-hmm. and the, the clean face. 
Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, all but, right. you know, a lot of his rogues galleries sort of uh, just like the Riddler who can't, who's so bipolar, he can't help but, you know, help them solve <laughs> his crime. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Everybody has some sort of little hang up, even if they've rigged the system, but the Joker has no such. Yeah. No such Achilles heel, no such a totem, I guess, for lack yeah. of a better word, talisman. Yeah. Yeah. He just picks up knives along the way. Exactly. He'll just stab you, or he won't like, stab you. Oh, I have room in my terrifying. pockets for more knives. That sounds great. He's <laughs> got a yeah. cheery disposition also. The real If you hung out with a guy that could stab you, that's as terrifying as being stabbed, I think. Yeah. So that guy could stab me. I don't want to take too far away from the Joker, of course, because Heath Ledger died and we didn't get to see him in future movies. But what on earth would this Joker's Harley Quinn be? Ooh. Oh, that would have been interesting. I wonder because it, it's a serious franchise. They take themselves seriously. You know, and, and I, I, I don't know if you guys know that he was, they had designs for him to be in the the third movie. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just imagine like, oh, would they have had like his psychologist, like his state appointed doctor? That, that would become yeah. I mean, I his see own they, acolyte. Yeah. That it would, makes sense I, that they would. Wow. That would have been really cool. But, of yeah. course he came he would come back because what does this what is this man doing when we're not watching him? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well <laughs> and it's like, and oh, he went down to Bermuda with the money he burned. It, they went as far as storyboarding him into the next movie. Um, which that we'll probably cool. mention when we go to Rises, but he was storyboarded in uh kind of like in Thor the Dark World, where they see Loki and it's like, oh, let's not let that guy out the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah. that same moment of like, eh, it's probably more trouble than it's worth. Um, yeah, yeah, and they just showed him through the window, basically. Mm. But they decided it was not—it was not going to be fair to his family and estate to even depict him in the movie. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, that makes of course. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Bruce saves the accountant guy by running into a car with a, his Ferrari. The Joker blows up the hospital. Um, that bit, <laughs> his bit with the. Uh, uh, with the uh, the, the detonator is <laughs> hilarious. Detonator, yeah. yeah, and Very that was uns- that was unscripted. I read that too. Um, it, the, it just uh, didn't go off. It just didn't go off. All the explosives were supposed to go off, um, yeah. and it just didn't. And yeah. Ledger turned it into probably the funniest moment in this film. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We we know the Joker makes his own shit. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's a technical aspect to him we've never seen, but we know because all of his gadgets, he didn't buy them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just that that human moment of mm-hmm. like what we would do with our own remotes. It was just great. Yeah. And they they had to use this take because they couldn't afford to build another building and blow it up. And again. blow it all up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Uh, um, all right. So meanwhile, um, um we find out Harvey Dent's missing. The bus of people from the hospital is missing. The bus that the Joker got on. Uh, he goes on TV, tells everyone to flee the city because he's going going hog wild that night. Um, <laughs> he's all spring break. Yeah, he's basically like, I'm going Joker style. Get out. Um, although he says he's um, hooked up explosives to bridges and tunnels. Yeah, to the bridge and tunnel crowd. Yeah. Right. Uh, Harvey starts... Uh, killing the crooked, crooked cops. Uh, Batman uh, has used the sonar cell phones, the phonar, 
to turn every cell phone in Gotham into a way to spy on the entire city to find the Joker. Um, Lucius resigns over it, but says he'll help him with this um, before leaving. Um, well, he says if uh, if the device stays, I leave. And right. then he if says to him, this. enter your name when you're done. Right. Like, so I guess he doesn't resign because yeah. he's in the third movie Not in yet. the same role. Yeah. But he threatens to, which morally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because his yeah. idea is I'm not if you're gonna make this a Batman tool that you use regularly, I don't want to be a part of it because like, there dude, needs this is, to be a code. Twice in a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. You're getting addicted to the power. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah, you're turning into you're turning into a real bat, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Wayne and his okay. quest to become a real bat. <laughs> so I have a question. This this moment when he turns on the device and he says, like, Lucius, I need you to man this station. You know, and Alfred is also working the other station. Batman now has two men and uh, guys at the desk, you know, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. Having two technical operators. Yeah. We see if you look at the screens, it looks like they are the, the point of view is like flying around in the rooms. <laughs> you can see the room right. like from any direction. Yeah, yeah, it's like like little little flying bats, if you will, flying around the rooms. When in reality, you would be seeing from the perspective of the receiver. Yeah, it looks like people are right. throwing their phones across the room. That was like <laughs> my mind immediately went no, to like, are people yeah, like tossing point. their phones back and forth, and we're just getting this great view of like <laughs> playing hot what? potato with a cell phone in every yeah. room and in, in Gotham. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. took away from some Good of the realism, point. but it lent itself to finding people later on because we could zoom in yeah. to like when we find the Joker on the phone. Yeah. So, all right. So the police put people on ferries to get them out of the city. The Joker is rigged two of them with explosives, one containing civilians, the other containing prisoners. He threatens to blow them both up by midnight but will let one ferry live if its passengers, who have been supplied the detonator to the other boat's explosives, blows up the other boat. We think. I mean, that's what's been told to us and by the Joker. Mm-hmm. It could be neither of them were armed. Could have been they were both were. Could have been pressing one blew up both. Well, I, I think I think they were armed because there's that point where the Joker is, tells Batman wait for it and like is expecting an explosion. He's expecting them uh-huh. to do it and it doesn't happen. So he just says, oh, I have to do it myself. Yeah, I remember that. But knowing the Joker. Uh, yeah, anyway. he could have he could have done the switcheroo. Um, that seemed like the most likely where um, they actually had the detonator to their own boat. That's yep. what uh, I so was they, thinking. Yeah. Or one yeah. blows up the other. That's, that was my idea too. All right. Um, we don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he told them that one blows up the other, but you know, yes, of course he did. <laughs> yeah. But it wouldn't be the, Joker. the first time he lied about his explosions in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, and this, this is another, um, this is kind of like another mirror of the, uh, Rachel and, um, Harvey yeah. Dent situation where he gives him the address, but it's actually the wrong address. Right. Yeah, exactly. Switched the addresses. So, all right. So, um, let's see. Batman finds the Joker using the sonar phones. Um, both the civilians and the prisoners refuse to kill each other while Batman apprehends the Joker after a brief fight. Um, before the SWAT arrived to take the Joker into custody, the Joker gloats that Gotham's citizens will lose hope once Harvey Dent's rampage becomes public knowledge. 
Uh, Harvey has taken Gordon's family hostage, threatening to kill them at the spot where Rachel died. Um, he takes Harvey there too, and you know is doing a whole like choose who dies thing. Um, Batman arrives, Dent shoots him, but Batman isn't killed. He tackles Two Face off the building. Two Face falls to his death. Batman saves Gordon's son. Um, Batman convinces Gordon to tell the public that he was the one behind Dent's killing spree in order to uphold Dent's public image. Dent's hailed as a hero. The police launch a manhunt for Batman. <laughs> Gordon gets real long-winded with his kid. <laughs> he's telling this long speech, the whole, like, not the hero we deserve, the, right. the hero we need. The crux of the third it's, movie. It's to yeah. his nine-year-old son. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Dad, I didn't... I, it was a simple question, Dad. <laughs> I don't like, quite I, understand your logic. Like, I'm confused. What do you mean? Yeah. I also am confused. I've been confused for, what, like 12, 13 years now? Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Yeah. So what okay. exactly does I mean, that mean? I have mean? my theory. What exactly does okay. that mean? What, 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 yeah, what's your theory, Josh? Um, so as said before, the white knight for Gotham was Harvey Dent. Um, Batman was already around and well-known and he had his effect on the criminals, which was fear. But as far as morale and civic, uh, pride and all that shit, as far as Gotham goes, they weren't necessarily behind Batman for that reason. They liked the way he beat up criminals. Harvey Dent promised to keep those criminals put away and to make Gotham a better place. So, Gordon and Batman did not want all of Gotham to immediately turn their back on Harvey, think he's evil, thinks he's a villain just like the Joker. And so they needed Batman to take the Joker down because who else could? But they needed people to remember that Harvey was a good guy. That's weird. It's a lie. But how do you explain both of those things at once to the public? Well, yeah. No, no. I mean, I I get that. But, like, so... So, all right. So Harvey is, they deserve Harvey, but they don't need him or they deserve Batman, but they, or they need Batman, but they don't deserve him. Well, it was the other way around. Um, Harvey was the hero that Gotham needed. Yes. He needed to be a hero, not a villain. Um, Batman, um, didn't need to be seen as a hero. Yeah. No, no, no. At I, this point. I get that. So he was the one they wanted? But what does... Because that's uh, the opposite of what I said. No, no. So they wanted deserved. Batman. Or, no. 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 Who, want and deserve. Did yeah. they deserve... So what So what did, no. what did Gotham deserve? What did There's Gotham deserve? I've been trying to figure this out for 12 years. Uh, according okay. to well, Gordon... That's what I thought. According to Gordon, Batman was the hero that Gotham deserved, but didn't need him right now. Okay, so they deserved Batman. What does that mean? Like, they're, they suck? Not sure. <laughs> they're, they're evil? Like, I've been trying to figure out what that actually means, that Gotham deserves Batman. What does that even, what does that mean? That doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense to me is that, like, to to win the hearts and minds of Gothamites, they just... <laughs> So uh, okay, he deserved so, Harvey Dent because he wanted to clean up the city the right way. They needed Batman because it needed to be done fast, and he doesn't have any rules. 
Okay. The, does. Okay. So the deserve... system is so corrupted that Batman yes. is the only effective way of oh, no. <laughs> solving the. Cor- in my mind, it, it, he's the only effective oh, yeah, way because the system you. itself is so so bad. upside down with corruption that like the the mob rules the the justice system. So they sense. deserve Everybody someone like off. Harvey Dent to clean up their machine and yeah. get it back in the people's hands. They needed Batman to do their dirty work. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That makes sense. I, I think of it I the mean, other way around. That's my, but, but yes. Yeah. Sounds like that's uh, the other way around too. Because I, I well, it, that's, that's the opposite of what Gordon said. Yeah. But he doesn't, <sighs> he doesn't. Is it, well, so he said, well, he said they, Harvey was what they needed. And Batman's he, what they deserve. Yes. That, yeah. That's what he said. At, um, it was yeah, so inter- kid- interspersed between his kid and um, the, the funeral for Harvey. Yes. Um, so Harvey. So he says. Deserved. So he says Harvey Dent was. Well, I just want to figure it out. So he said Harvey. Hey, go ahead. Okay. No, no. So what he said was Harvey Dent was the hero Gotham needed, but not the hero it deserved. Is that what they what he said? Is that what they said, Al? Yes, that's yeah. the the first thing he said at the, Needed, at the funeral. But not, he's, at the funeral, he said um, Harvey was not the hero Gotham deserved, but he was the hero that Gotham needed. No, no, that's I'm, the same thing. That's the same thing. Yeah. No. All right, deserved Harvey. They deserved, <laughs> but they didn't need him. No, no, he said they needed him, but not deserved him. That's what okay, Gordon I've, said. I've been writing it down as, as soon as everyone has said something. And I now have three different variants. No, no. What Commissioner Gordon said was they needed Harvey, but they didn't deserve him. Right? Is that what you're telling us, Al? That's what I'm saying. Because I have that written down. Because Harvey was, Harvey was basically too good for Gotham. Okay. Or at least their understanding of Harvey was too good for Gotham. Harvey That's was not. He was a mess. Right, right, right. But well, that, I, then I'm that's sorry why, that I had an explanation because I have no explanation for that. It doesn't make any sense. So, me. so okay, so so there's you so, don't need to explain it again. <laughs> I'm not a child. No, no, I'm not it trying to explain it to you. To I'm trying to make it make sense. That's not in general. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not trying to explain anything to you. We've said particular, both, we've Josh. said both versions, and I don't think we can decide. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, but I I think it's I think it's philosophical gobbledygook is what I think it is. Yes, essentially. Um, well, and it's and it is the great lie that they tell the people of Gotham that Two Face was actually a hero. Harvey yeah. Dent was your hero, and we'll see that those chickens will come home to roost in the next movie. Yeah, because he thought the people needed Harvey Dent. Yeah, they yeah. both did. Yeah. Yeah, no. Which, I went, that's neat. You just said needed. <laughs> okay, yeah, but no, so I mean, I 100% I want get what they're doing is, you know, keeping yeah. Harvey Dent's image intact. I 100% get what they're doing. I think the phrase they use, which gets quoted and repeated so often, makes no fucking sense. I think the phrase right. itself is utter gibberish. Well, and Batman's response is the, like, you know, live long enough as the hero, you know, you become the villain. I forget the exact quote, but yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. You chose this. You chose to elevate Harvey Dent, who started killing cops and threatening to kill Gordon's 
wife and kids. Well, yeah, it was all a choice. Hero. It was a deliberate yeah. plan. And then yeah. the third movie, he has a, a letter that lays it all out. Yeah. He doesn't quite, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just talking about the distinction between those. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It's just, it's not as, it's not as neat and tidy as it could be after this whole movie. It kind of ends on this, like what head scratch of a, well, yeah. I mean, some of us are saying it doesn't make sense, which I'm in that camp. And then others are saying that it does. So yeah, it's for the ages, I guess, I guess that made sense. (laughs) Well, I mean, their plan makes sense. Deserves and needs. It's real tough. I'm going to keep thinking about that. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, well, okay. There's a distinction there. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. Then Batman convinces Gordon to tell the public that he was the one behind um, Dent's killing spree in order to uphold Dent's public image. Dent's hailed as a hero. The police launch manhunt for Batman. Uh, Gordon destroys the bat signal. Fox um, watches as the sonar devices destruct. And um, Alfred Pennyworth burns the letter from Rachel. Um, as Gordon does the whole thing in the voiceover um that's yeah we end on alfred burning the letter and then we roll credits and that's yep. it that's the, letter the dark knight comes, the letter comes into big play in the next one it's the catalyst for something we thought we'd never see <laughs> well that's a different letter right no well there's no letter because he well, burned it but well, he yeah, the letter from there was a letter and there's a different letter yeah because that's the one where she the the letter that Rachel gave to Alfred was the one that said like I'm gonna marry Harvey. Yeah, I'm never gonna marry yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah. he never gave Bruce closure. She yeah. died with Bruce thinking if I had just accomplished what I wanted to beforehand. But the letter in the sec or in the third movie is Gordon's letter about that's one in his pocket. Yeah, that's one in his pocket. On the stairs, Alfred reveals he held that from him, and Bruce fires Alfred and demands he gets out of the mansion. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, that's that's the movie. It's a hell of a movie. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Overall thoughts, guys. In the credits, there was a uh, in memory of our friends Heath Ledger and Conway Wycliffe. Um, Conway Wycliffe also passed away after the making of this. He was a special effects guy. Um. Did, I, I don't know how extensively he worked with uh, Nolan, but he worked on... Okay, so he worked on Batman Begins and this movie. Um, uh, some other notables were Casino Royale and V for Ven- Vendetta. Um, the Tomb Raider movies and... Uh, another uh, Die Another Day, another Bond movie. Anyway, Conway Wycliffe, pour one out. <laughs> yep, pour one out for Conway. Um... Yeah, so I mean, this movie really—the legacy of this film is is immense. It it basically um, kicks this, this and Iron Man together. Basically, kickstarted the modern superhero movie as we know it. Yeah, this is better. This is the one of the best sequels of all time. Oh God, yeah, up there with Empire Strikes like Back and like yeah, um, and Empire Aliens. Yeah, absolutely. T two. T two. Definitely. <laughs> up there um, so um any final thoughts guys before we put it on the list uh yeah i mean kind of kind of a cat and mouse thing throughout the entire movie it doesn't stop at any moment from being this misunderstanding between the joker and 
Batman and also Gordon and Two-Face, Harvey Dent. Yeah. Just interesting. Uh, I think there was a, a foreshadowing of uh, Catwoman to come uh, when Batman gets, when Bruce gets his new armor, he asks, he asks how it does against dogs um, because he had gotten bit earlier. Yeah, and fine, fine against would, chihuahuas and rottweilers. <laughs> no, what he says is he should do fine against cats. Well, oh. and then should do fine against cats also, yeah. Huh, that's interesting, yeah. I, did, I never thought of that. Yeah, which we see. Razor sharp talons. <laughs> um, all right. So you guys ready to go ahead and put it on the list then? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So rankings. Right now we have Iron Man at number one. I think the only question is, is this number one? In my book it is, but, you know, I'm malleable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not made of iron? <laughs> no. Um... Uh, Alan Bryan, what do you guys think? I want to say psychologically, yes. As a comic uh, book movie, the... the Iron Man was more comic booky. Yeah, it was more comic um, booky. Uh, maybe. Um, I <sighs> is this a better movie than Iron Man? I think so. Um, yes, Iron Man was extremely satisfying as a comic book movie and just as a movie in general, I suppose. But um, there was a lot of depth in this. Yeah, there yeah. was. There was a as lot a film. of depth. This movie was extremely well crafted in every possible way. Um, I'm inclined to put it at number one personally. I mean, yeah, I could I mean, go there. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So then we are in agreement. We will put. Oh, no, no, we're not. I'm saying I should be number one. Oh, you you should be number one. <laughs> <laughs> Al, specifically, you should be number one. I could go there. Yes, I could. I, yeah, put me there. <laughs> okay. Al, Al is our number one superhero movie. Um, all right. The Dark Knight, our new best superhero movie ever made. Um. Which means, now that we've ranked it, it's time to move on. Next week, we will be watching The Punisher War Zone. <laughs> will it replace wow. The Dark Knight at number one? <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> I have, Stranger things have happened. I have not seen The Punisher War Zones, <laughs> but I've watched the trailer, so. Oh, boy. It looks fun. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Throw Smiley, and I'd like to remind you that I am your only hope for a normal life. <laughs> I'm Josh Cece, and I try to show the schemes how pathetic their attempts to control things really are. I'm Brian Lesh, but you can call me the Burmese Bandit. If I'm not getting shot at, I'm not doing my job right. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks. Thanks.